Blog Talk Radio. to you from the Jesus Saves Ministry, 1007 West Arlington Boulevard, right here in Greenville, North Carolina. This is a special invitation to you. If you've been out of church, you're not going to church, um, you're not a member of a church, and or something happened in church, and I'm inviting you to come home and be a part of our ministry right here in Greenville, 1007 West Arlington Boulevard, uh, Jesus Saves Ministry. Our telephone number is 252-214-0799. I want you to stay tuned today. we got a word especially for you in Jesus' name. Amen. that God is with you. God loves you. I don't care what nobody tell you, that, but God loves you. He cares about you. He's concerned about you, and you are important to God. I want to talk about that this evening. God loves you. Whoever the you is, now you might feel unimportant. You might feel that you're not significant. You may have been done, done, done wrong by many people. You could have been overlooked by many people. You could have been kicked out, walked on, talked about the song, said, sure as you're born. But I come with some very good news this evening, that God Almighty loves you. God cares about you. He's concerned about you. His concern is about you. He's concerned about you. God is concerned. 
God loves you, and he's concerned about you. He wants the best for your life. God does. I know a lot of times we, um, I got a text today. What made me speak on this is someone told me today, they sent me a text and said, God needs people like him. God needs people like me. That's not true, though. God loves us, but he don't need us. You have to understand that this world was already here when when I was born, and I'm 77, and some of you are older than I. I met a gentleman that he was 81, so he's four years older than me. And um, some of you might be 85 or might be 90 or 100. But God, this world was already here before we got here. How can we be so naive to think that God need us? The world was already into existence, had already been made, and everything was going on, and and God saved us. It was love. You ever heard the song say, it was love that lifted me? It was love. If there was no love, we wouldn't be saved. The only reason I'm saved this evening is because God loved me. And we're going to talk about that this evening just a little bit. God is love. The scripture tells us that God is love. That's my topic. God love you. I even will put a period behind that means whoever you are, your name, you. You may be a woman, you may be a man, you may be an alcoholic. You may be a lesbian, you may be gay, but God still loves you. You may be a preacher, you may not be a preacher. You may be a wine drinker, a liquor drinker, but God loves you. He cares about you. He's concerned about you. And and I I just want to dwell. You know, sometimes we go to church and we think he loves deacon so-and-so and mother so-and-so, and he does. But he loves you as well. God cares about you. He's concerned about you, your life. He wants the best for your life. Listen, I tell people, you cannot be so successful that God is this unhappy. God is happy when you're successful. God wants you to be successful. He wants you to be a winner. God wants you to be victorious. That's the good thing about God. He wants you and I to be victorious. He wants to be successful. He wants to be winners. You know, you cannot be so financially set that this pleases God. You can't have so many houses or homes or villages or towns that God would be upset. See, God is a, is a, is a kind, wonderful, almighty God. Do you see how large this world is? I flew, uh, thinking back in 85, 13 hours in the airplane, 500 miles an hour, and hadn't went around the world yet. That's how large this world is. So God is a God of quality, quantity and quality, and God is a God of maximum. He's a maximum God. Listen, I want you to know that. 
In John chapter 3, the King James Bible, verse number 15, Father, bless your word this evening. Bless me that I could speak as an oracle of God. Bless those hearers that's hearing, that they may hear what we are saying tonight. God, let your Holy Spirit use my words that you put in my mouth, that the ears that hear me understand with comprehension, and then be able to apply this word to their lives. God, I ask you to forgive for sin today and say we all have sinned and come short of your glory according to your word. So, God, thank you for hearing me today in Jesus' name. Now, let's look at the word. The word says in John chapter 3, verse 15, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Did you hear that? He said, whosoever. That, 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 that brings me in the picture. I'm a whosoever. You're a whosoever. It doesn't matter with you what your gender might be. It doesn't matter what your age is. He said, whosoever believeth in him should have or should not perish, but have eternal life. You know, eternal is like never ending, continuously, over and over, all the time, completely, never stopping. Not repetitiously, but over and over, just don't run out. It's like a vehicle that doesn't run out of fuel. Just keep on driving. Keep on driving. That's what, God wants your life like that. He said, look what he said, that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. Now, eternal has no ending to it. That's what God wants you not to have. Look what he says in verse number 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. That's why I'm telling you this evening that God loves you. I'm sharing that with you. I don't know where your stock is, or where you're working on a farm, agriculture. I don't know where you're working in a dairy or automobile factory. I don't know what kind of occupation you might be doing. You may have an office job, or you may be a maintenance man. I don't know. But whoever you are, I can rest assure you that God loves you, and he cares about you. He's concerned about you. The scripture said, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Did you see that? That whosoever believes in him, the son, should not perish, but have everlasting life. That's the love that God has for you. God doesn't condone sin, but he forgives sin. He wipes sin out. Look what he says in verse number 17. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. So Christ did not come to condemn you. I was just talking with someone this evening. They was talking about how, oh, pastor, you know, when a person gets saved, they shouldn't be in the church if they're whole among it. 
I said, sweetheart, that's who God came for. He came to help those that are lost. Yeah, but that's wrong. I said, I know. Have you always been right? Yeah, but I changed. I said, give them a chance to change. God loves you. And I don't care who teach, what preacher or a bishop or apostle tell you that you are not loved by God, they're lying to you. The scripture said, but God sent not his son into the world to condemn it. God is not condemning you, but that the world might be saved. He know you out there partying. You know, I tell people, that's why I, 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 well, I'm not praising God because I was a sinner, but I'm praising God because he saved me. I was a sinner. I was a sinner. I was a whore, an adulteress, and God saved me. I'm praising. My God, that's why I'm praising God, because I know he loved me. Are y'all hearing me? He loved you. God is concerned about you. I'm talking about you. Yes, no matter who you are, you may feel that God doesn't care, but I'm telling you that God cares about you. God is concerned about you. God loves you. Now, you may say, well, Pastor Stoss, I don't hit on, I, I don't pass the test. Yes, you do. He said, whosoever will, let him come. Come without money, come without price. Are you a whosoever? Let's, let's look back at the scripture. I, I mean, you know, I, I'm, to, I'm really serious because we're living in the end times, and Satan don't want you to be delivered. He wants you to be bound. But if you don't mind, let's look back at the scripture one more time. Let's look back. Let's back up. In John chapter 3, verse number 15, for God so loved the world. No, let's back up. Let's back up one more. Back up to verse 15. That whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. That puts me right there. That puts you right there. You may be a shoemaker. You may be a horse trainer. You may not even have a job today. But if you can believe, whosoever. That, see, see it, didn't, it didn't specify the banker or the baker or butler. It said whosoever, a politician or a priest. No, whosoever believes in him. There are people all over this world receiving Christ. And this could be your night tonight, this evening. That whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. That's the love that God got for you. Verse 16 said, for God so loved the world. L-O-V-E-D, loved. L-O-V-E is love. And the deal, past tense. God love you. You know, <laughs> I think one of my brothers used to say, I love you. No, my friend, I love you. You can't do nothing about it. Well, God love us and ain't nothing we can do to change it. Even if you're an adulteress, God still loves you. If you're a whoremonger, God still loves you. No matter what you do, the Bible says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That, that's that word whosoever again. Next time you get a dictionary, look at the word whosoever. 
that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Believe in Jesus, no matter who you are. You can be a bride, a bridesmaid. You can just be a passing by, a passerby. And tonight, decide to give your life to Christ. Verse 16 said, for God so loved the world. But look at verse 17. Verse 17 said, for God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. God said, I sent my son to save the world, not to condemn the world. I want to save it. God said, I'm not trying to hurt you. I want to save you. God want to save us, saints. Are y'all listening to me? God wants to save you tonight. He's not trying to condemn you. God don't want to condemn you. He already know your sin. He already know what you're doing. He said, for God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Some man might be trying to condemn you, or some woman, but not God. God, no. Not the sovereign God. No. He's not trying to condemn you. He's trying to save you tonight. Will you accept him tonight? God love you. I know, like I said, uh, one of my sons, a gentleman texted me today and said, God needed somebody like him. Now listen, don't, don't, don't go through your life thinking God needs you. Because God can make it. Listen, God is God. God can do anything. He told Moses, do you not know who I am? I can do anything. God is, God is almighty. Yes. That almightiness wants to save you tonight. That almighty God wants to deliver you tonight. That almighty God wants to help you now. Lord, he wants to help you so bad. God, I'm telling you, saints. Look what it says in verse 18. He that believes on him is not condemned. Listen, you can believe in God right now and he'll erase all condemnations. You won't be condemned. He that believes on him is not condemned. But he that believes not is condemned already. If you don't believe in God, you're condemned. Oh, I know you say, well, she's doing good. She don't believe. He's doing good. He don't believe. But listen, I talked about that the other night, etchetology, the doctrine of last things. I, the Bible says this, there's a song that says, get right with God and do it now. He will show you how. Get right. Get right. Get right with God and he will show you how. Yes, Lord. We need to get right. God got patience. He's given you a chance. He's given me a chance. He's given us a chance to get right with him. Get right with God now before it's too late. Look what it says in John chapter 3, verse number 18. He that believes on him is not condemned, but he that believes not is condemned already. Why? Because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. The only condemnation you're going to have is not believe. You're not a not believer, are you? 
Are you a not believer? I know I know things is rough. I know things is tough, but don't you believe? The only way you'll be condemned is forfeit your belief. Stop believing. I know you believe, don't you? The scripture says, let's see what he's saying. The scripture says, he that believes on him is not condemned. But he that believes not is condemned already because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. Did you get it? You're not condemned. I want you to understand that. Look what it says in Job chapter 14, verse number 14. If a man die, shall he live again? All the days of my appointed time will I wait till my change come. Job, way back then, Job, 3,500 years ago, Job, Job let it be known that he knew his mortal body wouldn't be in the grave forever, that he was going to live. How about that, go? Yes, Lord. My mama was sick, not too mighty, though. I tell you, when you think about the goodness of Jesus, oh, something just goes all over you. Hallelujah to you. Oh, my God. Thanks, you just don't know. God is so good. God is so kind and so good. Job said, if a man die, shall he live again? Then he said, all the days of my appointed time, will I wait till my change comes. Job was certain that a change was going to come. My mother used to say many years ago, LJ, it's a bad wind that don't change. I told my dear know. The storm going to pass over after a while. But God loves you. I want to talk about love for, for a moment. Love is a feeling of strong attachment. A strong attachment. God is attached to you and I. Love is endured by that which delights or commands. Good God. God delights in helping us. He feels the command to do it for you and I. It's a feeling of admiration. A feeling of preeminence. A feeling of kindness. He wants to devote himself to you and I. He wants to be devoted. It's a devoted affection. God wants to devote his affection. It's a a tenderness as the love of a brother and a sister. God said, I I, I love you like like you're my family. I'm about to say, yes, God. God loves you today. He told me to tell you that he loves you. That's what I'm talking about. The love of God that passes all understanding. The word everlasting, everlasting. That means God won't stop loving you. The word everlasting means lasting or enduring forever. Something that never stops. It always it's always there. No matter what you do, no matter how bad you are, God still loves you. It's an eternal love. It's an everlasting love. It's a continuing love. Everlasting and continuing. It's an eternal love. According to Genesis 21 and 33, Abraham called God the almighty God. He's the the almighty God. Almighty God. The word everlasting means continuing. It means indefinitely. God don't never stop loving you. Even though there's some dry periods in life, but God still loves you. 
It means that it's sort of a perpetual love. Good God from Zion. It's sometimes used ecologically as a strong, intensive, as this everlasting love, which seems like nonsense to some people. Because they can't think of how God can love. You know why some people can't love? Because can't, can't, can't accept it. Because they don't have no love in their heart. See, if you got love, you remember there used to be a saying in the street, you got to bring something to get something. Got to bring something to get something. In, in Romans chapter 5, verse number 8, the word of God says, But God showed us and clearly proved his own love for us. By the fact that while we were still sinners, Christ the Messiah, the anointed one, died for us. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. While we were sinners, don't forget Christ died for you when you was a sinner. My my topic is God love you. God love you. That's my topic this evening. Oh, that's my old picture. I was younger back then. Amen. But I'm still talking about the same love. <laughs> For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever will believe in it will not perish, but have everlasting life. God loves eternal. Are y'all hearing me? God's love is eternal. God has an eternal love. Has an eternal love for you. God loves you. He cares about you tonight. He cares about you. God cares about you. God cares about you. In the book of Ephesians, chapter 2, verse number 4, the word of God said, but God is rich in mercy because of his great love for us. He's rich in mercy because of his great love. Please understand that God loves you tonight. He loves you today. Whatever time you listen to this broadcast, he loves you. God loves you. I tell you, look what he says over there in 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 16. Now, may our Lord Jesus Christ himself and God our Father, who loved us and by his grace gave us eternal comfort and a wonderful hope. That's Second Corinthians, I mean Second Thessalonians, chapter two, verse sixteen, from the New Living Testament translation of the Bible. That's love. Look what it says in First John chapter four, verse number nine. I want you to keep this in your mind. Don't let it slip. In this was manifested the love of God toward us, because that God sent His only begotten Son into the world that we might live through him. Good God from Zion. That's how much love God got for you and I. He gave Jesus so we could live. In verse number 10, he said, herein is love. Not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins, the covering for ourselves by our sins. My God, I thank you, Lord. Lord, I just thank you for your love. I thank you for your grace and your mercy, God. Thank you so very much. I am so grateful. And I'm so thankful, Lord. Saints, God loves you tonight. 
I come to tell you tonight that God loves you. The last few minutes, I want to talk about the love, please. Don't forget God loves you. I don't care who don't love you. I don't care how many times you've been doing wrong. God is your friend, and he loves you. He said, come unto me, all you that labor. If you got a problem, you can come. you got an alcoholic problem, you can come. you got a drug problem, you can come. You can come to Christ right now. He's waiting on you right now. Listen, my time is about up. i got about two or three minutes to go. So I want you to know that God loves you, and I do too. You're more than a conqueror. Listen, if you want to call me, call me at 252-214-0799. I got to go. The clock on the wall is telling me so. So here we go right here. I'm going out with my extra. Let's see. Did I push it? Did I do it? Yes, I did. There you go. Praise the Lord. God bless you. Good morning, good evening, good day, whatever time of day you're listening to this broadcast. My name is Apostle Lonnie Starks, and this is the Wake Up to Jesus broadcast coming to you from the Jesus Saves Ministry, 1007 West Arlington Boulevard, right here in Greenville, North Carolina. This is a special invitation to you. If you've been out of church, you're not going to church, or you're not a member of a church, or something happened in church, and I'm mean, inviting you to come home and be a part of our ministry right here in Greenville, 1007 West Arlington Boulevard, uh, Jesus Save Ministry. Our telephone number is 252-214-0799. I want you to stay tuned today. we got a word especially for you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I was going to do the extra, but I did the intro. But listen, God is still good, and he's, he loves you so much, he gave his life for you. I got to go clock on the wall to tell me so. Listen, if you want to call me, you can call me at 252-214-0799. My name is Apostle Lonnie Stocks, and I'm telling you, Jesus Christ loves you. Have a great day. And remember, if nobody has told you, God loves you. And remember, I told you. Lonnie Stocks said that. My name is Lonnie, spelled L-O-N-N-I-E-S-T-O-C-K-S. Lonnie Stocks, that's me. Amen. You can call me anytime. 252-214-0799. I got to go. I got to get up and get out of here. God is a good God, even on a bad day. Y'all take care in Jesus' name. Well, praise the Lord. Thank you for uh, being a part of our show today. 
Oh, the clock on the wall is telling me it's time I got to get up and get out of here, but I'm so glad that God is good.